Welcome to Partner Ops Partner. I'm your host, Aaron Howerton, and this is week eight in my series on onboarding on my 90 days. Welcome to a new role since I started at Samsara. It's actually kind of crazy to think that I've been here now for seven weeks. I'm coming up on the end of my first two months, what we would call the 60-day mark. And I think it's important to notice that I am not tracking this by business days. When I think about my first 90 days, I don't think first 90 business days. I really think first three months, first six months, first 12 months. And so this week is all about the 60-day report. Now, roughly 30 days in, I had a really great opportunity to be on site with the entire partnership team and a chance to do a smaller presentation with my immediate peers on the programs team. This was the six people I work with plus my supervisor. Now, in that session, I'm only 30 days in, so I talked about my first 30 months, and it was more of an introductory session than anything else. I defined the scope of my role as I see it, which is identifying the different stakeholders for partner experience. If you listen to me or pay attention to me any, with any regularity, you know that I already think that that's a broader audience than a lot of other people do, plus the role of architecture as the underpinning to support all of those stakeholders. Then I talked about the principles I operate under. I incorporated some of the on-site feedback from that week into my deck, had a small opportunity to do that. I talked about the quick observations and key challenges that I was seeing so far and discussed critical issues for the next few months. The main tenor, the main purpose of that was to give people a sense of what I believe and kind of how I operate, particularly those principles that I operate under, because that was a chance for me to highlight my product-oriented mindset around all things operations. When you know we look at a tech stack, and yep, you have a maybe a PRM and maybe an LMS and maybe a marketplace tool, but those things work together to create your partnership experience. And so I bring a product-oriented mindset. These are the products I need to manage, and there needs to be a good user experience or stakeholder experience. Sorry for that little clink if you heard it. I've relocated my microphone to maybe be better positioned, and I have to get used to where it sits in relation to the hands that I often talk with, even though you can't see me. Now, coming up onto my first 60 days, I am rolling into the final calls of a listening tour for the partner account managers. I'm also much deeper into project ownership. I've got two projects that I'm working right now that I've kind of picked up, and I'm kind of moving them through the last stages of like UAT testing and go live. And then we've also got projects slated for future state as we push toward the next fiscal year. So my summaries on these have a different audience and purpose. I am also doing this listening tour. I talked about that just now. Um, I have to talk about strategic concerns. I've got to talk about impact on prioritization. And really, I'm making my first major pitch for projects. I'm baking that into this. Like, here's what we have. Here's what I've seen. Here's some things I think we need to address. This is a management buy-in presentation. This is me demonstrating ownership of my space professionally, also within the company. What have I learned in the last 60 days? How am I incorporating that into my existing assumptions and work effort and mentality around partner operations and experience? And what do I plan to do with it here at Samsara? The good news is the team here is fantastic. I already know the the operational, not the operational, the um, partnership lead. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that word. The partnership leader. We've chatted. We've had some good conversations. 
So I already know her. I feel comfortable in front of her. I feel very comfortable with my supervisor. And that's that's pretty much it. That's the audience. I need to bring them ideas and concepts that are going to drive us forward, right? As we work toward the end of the fiscal year, as we look toward planning for next year, and then begin to think about that two to three year roadmap. On the other side of that, what are we working on, right? What are the high level things for experience? Where are we bringing these things in? And what's the plan? The downside for me is not the audience it is not the content it's that i personally don't like content production for the sake of content production let's not produce one pagers please for the love that no one's going to use let's not go out and write deeply complicated sop that literally no one wants to read i am agile in my mindset working systems over extensive documentation it doesn't mean that documentation isn't important it, it means i have a priority on working systems, functional content, functional documentation. I want content that has a purpose, something that people will reference as a jumping off point for conversation or as a working document. I want it to have a purpose outside the few minutes I might spend with it and a life that helps other people understand. So what I have is an upstream battle with myself on the final product and utilization. This has nothing to do with the company. The good news on this front, though, however, is that producing written content, prepping for presentations, prepping for speaking opportunities, this is one of the best ways to learn anything. If you want to learn a new topic, what you should do is absolutely go do research, take notes, and then prep a presentation as though you're going to teach someone, and then start a podcast and do it. Just start teaching whoever will listen, because the effort to put all this together will inherently help you master the content better. I'll have more mastery of my ideas, better organization of those ideas, and a deck that I can now go back to to point me toward as I continue to think forward. So there is value in what I'm doing. I just have to fight that enemy within myself around like quality and the deck itself and where am I going to store it. I have to get over those humps, and that's all on me. That's not on the company. Ultimately, I am really, really looking forward to sharing these findings with a smaller crowd. I'm looking forward to hearing what my boss and her boss have to say about some of the things that I see. This is all a reminder that I really, really, really enjoy the work that I do. And while the future of partner operations and partner experience is still a little bit of an unknown as far as leveling is concerned, right? Like if we work in partner operations, so far the highest title I've seen specific to this space is director. Also, if you know me, I'm not like hell bent on titles. I'm not I'm not out here trying to collect a bunch of titles. If you've looked at my resume, you could see I've had titles. Um, right? I'm out here looking for good experiences, opportunities to learn and tell a story that's compelling. But I do think that in this space, the future of this role, the future of partner operations, how we grow professionally, like those opportunities are what will drive people into the space. Right now, I don't know a single partner operations professional that started in partner operations. They started somewhere else and moved into partner operations because an opening, because there was a need, because the team got too big. So like this is an organic role and that's great and that's nice, but we need to shift that conversation both for ourselves and for our companies. I think for the whole industry, oh, there's that clink again. I'm talking with my hands and I got a coffee cup, folks. I apologize. As I said, this is a one-shot thing. You get the real me. We need to move the conversation around partner operations to a structured conversation. 
We need to evolve the role and the understanding. It needs to be a part of your hiring plan. If you are a partner leader listening to this right now, your first operational hire in partnerships, you need to determine right now, is that going to be an IC? Is that going to be a strategic role? What are you going to do with that role? How is it going to help you? That's why you need to have a deep understanding of what a partner operations manager could be and how they are inherently tied to experience when there's no one else supporting them. All that to say, I love the work that I do. I love the conversation. And while we don't have a lot of current roadmap in terms of really knowing what's going to happen with the role in terms of leveling and what you can do after five years with this role, because descriptions right now are, are kind of crazy and asking for a lot for what feels like not a whole lot of pay, there is going to be an ongoing demand for the skill sets. Partnerships are going to continue to be a pivotal go-to-market function. They are a growth lever. I've been stressing this. Uh, my good friend Jesse will tell you they're not a growth hack. And I think it's important to understand um, the difference between like a hack, which is like, oh, I'm going to hack this in and get something done real quick, and a lever that you push to have big outcomes. And that's what I think partnership is. It's the growth lever of your GTM function. It's a natural extension of it. You need to be planning for it from day one. All that's going to continue to change. But in the meantime, what are we doing in the field? We're doing the work. So um, that's it. I'm excited. I think 90 days in is coming up real soon, right? I'm 30 days out from being 90 days in, if you can follow the math. If you're looking for work, on that note, right, let's reach out. Let's connect. I am fortunate to hear of new opportunities at time. I do have a job board that I'm putting on there. Sorry for those who've been watching that. That has not been as uh, frequent as I'd like in the last 30 to 60 days simply because of the new role. But I do want to highlight a couple of things that I have going on as well. Uh, so if you're looking to learn and you were in the ops space, you want to learn more about programs or strategy, go check out Fernio, F-I-R-N-E-O.com. Um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for their strategy workshop that I got to be a part of last week with my good friends Jesse and Adam. We kicked that off and we talked about how to fix a broken partner program. There's going to be new sessions for the next few weeks. It's totally free, hosted by uh, Scott and the good folks at Fernio. Also, um, I'm, uh, this week I'll be hosting a boot camp for uh, PAMS through Partner Hub. Alex at Partner Hub's hosting a... Um, bootcamppartnerprograms.io. I am helping there this week and leading a session that is all about GTM rhythms, i.e. partner operations. Um, I'll have more events coming up soon. I'm pretty sure right now nothing on the calendar as again it's just a lot a lot to balance the full-time job with some of these outside things but they're a lot of fun. So find me at those things. Go listen. Let me know what you think. Uh, once again, you know, reach out and get connected. I want to say thanks to James for doing so. Uh, James, good to meet you last week. Good luck this week on your panel. I enjoyed connecting. I'm looking forward to hearing how you feel you do once you get through your gauntlet this week. Uh, also, a, a congrats announcement is due for Shay. Shay, congratulations on the new role at Amplitude. I know you're getting settled in, so I do look forward to hearing uh, back from you and connecting and hearing more about how that role's going. There's lots happening in this space, guys. Thanks for staying this long. It is 11 minutes and 17 seconds. I'm going to cut this off for week eight. Week seven just got dropped right before this episode. If you haven't listened, go do it because I was a week late because I forgot because ADHD. Hey, thanks for paying attention. Thanks for being here. Good luck partnering. <laughs>